So I listen to a podcast called Hometown Tales. They're out of New Jersey. And one of the things that they discussed on the podcast is Applejack. Applejack shortly became my favorite liquor. I went to several beer and liquor stores looking for Applejack and couldn't find it, couldn't find it, until finally one day I found a wonderful place where I buy all my weird beers and now purchase my Applejack. I tried to share my Applejack with friends. None of them drank it. None of them wanted it. None of them would, would touch it, which I, I think is ridiculous because they're all whiskey drinkers. And compared to whiskey, Applejack is smoother than Prince's butt cheeks. Curioso. A curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters, a collector of knowledge. Curioso I'm Christopher Scarborough. And I'm Joe Taylor. And welcome to the Curioso Podcast. Applejack. That's right. A is for Apple, J is for Jack. Applejack. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, apples were a huge, huge part of colonial life for things like pies, cakes, stews, sauces, sauces, drinks, including cider, hard cider, and an apple brandy called Applejack. For this podcast, we're actually going to be sampling some Applejack in a little bit. So we'll get, we'll get back to that one. Applejack is actually one of my favorite liquors. Absolutely, hands down. I, 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 uh, nobody else I know seems to like it as much as I do, but that's okay. I even brought it to a, uh, to a wedding a few, uh, about a week ago or so, and, um, and uh, I had a few people that drank it with me, and we had a good time. Yeah. And uh, congratulations, Tommy and Carla. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I would, uh, you know, the thing about Applejack uh, is um, back in colonial America, people didn't drink water. They just didn't do it. They just didn't drink water at all because... They were afraid of it, actually. Yeah, because yeah. it could make you sick, mm-hmm. it, you know. Uh, they, they, they kind of brought that idea from Europe because in the cities, the water was extremely polluted. And, uh, and even when people came to America, I, I read some accounts of how they would, they would find fresh water, but they would have to let the pail sit there so mm-hmm. that the the mud would have to settle to the bottom before oh, yeah. they could drink it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So even though it was you know had a lot of clean sources in America, they still didn't trust it because of their upbringing in in Europe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, okay. So do you know where it comes from, Applejack? Well, uh, I, I as far as I know, uh, it, it it is because of apple cider. It's a way of distilling apple cider and turning it more potent. Right, right. I'll, I will get to the, the actual method, but the early, because the early vineyards failed 
here in America and in the, colonial the, America? Yeah, the the uh, the grape vineyards. Yeah, right. Because um, we just didn't have the climate for it. Right. As did hops and barley and things that we used to make you know beers and wines and, and other liquors. The the thing that that we did bring over that survived here in this climate was apple seeds. I mean, there was also, I mean, corn did survive. I mean, we were able to make beer out of corn and rye and a few other things, but they they weren't as plentiful. They were uh, expensive. Yeah, they, they were, were expensive yeah. to make, and they were expensive to keep and ship, and the entire method was very expensive at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the 1630s, um, apples became widely available and the crops were easy to maintain. Most most houses and farms in every single town had a couple of apple trees or a couple of orchards. So it, it and the, the funny thing I read was apples and vegetables, rarely were they eaten raw. And if they were, it was because, you know, uh, you were poor and that was the only thing you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they were deemed as herbs, <laughs> which is hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but apples, um, because they were so widely available and we did know how to make cider and things like that, it, it slowly evolved because people wanted something harder to drink without the expense of, you know, shipping and, and you know, or, you know, robbing or how, however they got their, their whiskey well, or their rum. Well, plus in colonial America, people found, people were drinking, they drank everywhere. And all day, they mm-hmm. drank at social, all kinds of social events. They drank at weddings, funerals, trials. They drank at election days. Uh, they would, whenever they had political uh, political meetings, they went uh, to the pub or the public house, which was a gathering area to drink, and that's where the word pub comes from. So, mm-hmm. I and they wouldn't just drink uh, at night. They would have a drink in the morning to start off the day. They would have a drink. In the afternoon, for lunch, I mean, they would drink all day long, but they they didn't really drink to excess that much. Right. They well, just even, they just drank. Even some doctors would prescribe alcohol for you know ailments for your your you know. Well, they thought your it would humors. Help, yeah, they thought it would uh, would help uh, help. It, it was to make you strong, and you yeah. know, it was to help get rid of sickness. They would prescribe it to. Uh, they would prescribe it to pregnant women during mm-hmm. during pregnancy for pain. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, and children for headaches and absolutely. And, so, the method of making applejack. Do you know the basics of it? Freeze distillation, right? Yes, it's actually called fractional freezing or freeze distillation. Uh, it's a process where two liquids with different melting or freezing points are Separated. Separated, yeah. They're separated by extricating the excess water from the alcohol. So basically what you have is you've got the alcohol on the bottom Mm -hmm. and at the temperature because alcohol has a lower freezing point. Right. And then you have the water that just gets stuck up on top as a big block of ice. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a way in colonial America that they would... would, they would actually make Applejack, right. and they they the reason why it's called Applejack is because that type of of uh, distillation was called jacking. Right. It was called right. it was jacking. You were jacking. You were jacking the juice. You were jacking the apple, and 
the, uh, the, right. the the cider so right. that you had a big block. You took the big block off the top, you tossed it to the side, and all of a sudden it was stronger. You yes. waited two or three days in, in a cold New England winter. Mm-hmm. You pull off another block of ice, and by springtime, you had some seriously strong Jet stuff. Jet fuel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, a couple of things that I also realized is uh, I was reading about it, and they you also have... It left methanol, mm-hmm. which is not good for you. No, nope. uh, not not just regular alcohol, but methanol. Right. And you also had all the essential oils, mm-hmm. leaving the Applejack a very very bitter drink. Right. And that was one of the reasons why back in the day, a lot of people didn't, you know, some people didn't like it, or they would mix it with water, right? Because it would, you know, uh, it would be such a strong brew, or they would mix it actually with regular apple cider or hard cider, something to cut to, to that. cut it down. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, it, it, it was so, so bitter. But not only that, people that, that lived in some of the colonies that were a little further south, uh, north and South Carolina and things like that, they would also actually use evaporative distillation or what you normally make right. alcohol with, mm-hmm. uh, moonshine makers and whatnot. Oh, yeah. They would use the regular distillation method and you wouldn't get all those oils and, and everything in there. So it would be more like apple brandy and less like apple jack. Right, right. You get all of the impurities out, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was sediment from, you know, crap falling in the barrel or, you know, the methanol, whatever it was. So um, it was a, a cleaner product. A cleaner brew. By, yeah, yeah, by yeah. the end. So one of the other things that I was I was reading about was apple jack was known to give you a wicked wicked hangover because of oh, yeah. all the impurities that were in it. In fact, th- this was one of the, the the best quotes that I found. And this comes from the New York Times, April 10th, 1894. And uh, here here is the quote. There are a few co- uh, compounds that are more sinful than the Applejack of New Jersey. The name has a homely, innocent appearance, but in reality, Applejack is particularly powerful and evil spirit. The man who intoxicates himself on a bad whiskey is sometimes moved to kill his wife and set his house on fire. But the, <laughs> but the victim of Applejack is capable of blowing up a whole town with dynamite and reciting original poetry to every surviving inhabitant. <laughs> that, sounds, oh. that sounds like... Uh... Sounds like some people we know. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's why I love this stuff. It's right. great. <laughs> wow. It was also known as Essence of Lockjaw <laughs> or Jersey Lightning. Jer- yeah, that's right. Well, it was really big in New Jersey. And in yeah, fact, yeah. the the only, I th- well, I don't know if it's the only. I think you said that there was one more. When there, we- there were actually a few breweries slash distilleries in that time frame, um, Laird's, uh, and they're still, of course, a, they're yeah. still around today. They're like one of the only ones that are still around today making Applejack. Almost 300 years they've been around. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought. I want to go and go to the distillery. We might have to have a second part if right. I wind up going <laughs> right. to the distillery. Right. One of the things that I, I, I found was that during colonial America, a lot of what they drank was rum. They drank rum. They mixed it with grog. You know, they mi- mixed it with water to make grog. But uh, what happened was during the Revolutionary War, the 
one of the byproducts of, uh, of sugar refining is molasses. And that's how you make, that is actually how you make rum. Mm -hmm. But during the colonial war and the war of, uh, what was it, the war of 1812, during right. all that happening and, and, and England basically barring a lot of our, our merchant ships, mm -hmm. we weren't able to get molasses in. It right, wasn't right. something that we could get in. So Applejack became very, very popular after the Revolutionary War and really mm -hmm. only waned in popularity I, I think uh, d during like the nineteen, it, the, it was well, it was prohibition. Prohibition, uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, actually, during prohibition in the twenties, a lot of the distilleries that were making Applejack had to diversify their products because mm -hmm. they weren't allowed. To, well, to it make was it. prohibition. Yeah, right, America's right. great so, experiment. I mean, they were making like you know sweet ciders and sauces and and then you know, applesauce, a applesauce, yeah, for yeah. applesauce. Um, but by 1933, uh, Laird is actually granted a federal license under the Prohibition Act to distill a a apple brandy is what it was, mm -hmm. you know, called um, for medicinal purposes only. Oh, so they were actually still able to yeah. to make alcohol, but they, they weren't allowed to sell it to the public for for consumption. Right, uh, and there were a few other companies that were making it at the time, um, but they they weren't granted licenses. Mm -hmm. So there was a, a company... Well, that's probably one of the reasons why, why they're still around and a right, lot of right, other ones exactly. aren't. And, I mean, there, there's a long history with Laird's, you know, being in the public eye itself. Um, so they were lucky enough to garner that, that license. So because the government let them basically keep making Applejack again for medicinal purposes, they, you know, doctors would use it for... <laughs> for cleaning wounds and for like anesthetizing patients, so basically them blitzed. No, they're getting the patient drunk so they can do they can do the surgery. Yeah, because yeah, back yeah. then that's what you had. Yeah, that, I mean, I, I don't even, I don't even think at that point that that aspirin was invented. Right, right. So yeah, I mean that's that that was how you know that was how you, you did surgery back mm -hmm. then. You got someone drunk and you, you sliced them open and, and Applejack was apparently a big part of that. <laughs> right. A little for your leg, a little for your mouth. A little for your leg, a little for your mouth. But uh, also one of the reasons why Applejack has, has waned, was waned in popularity was that uh, the Midwest started to open up and, and corn became way easier to grow as a crop mm -hmm. and, uh, and wheat and, and barley and, 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 and rye. And you could, make, you could start making beers and start, and start making local beers right, right. way easier. And they would also make whiskey. Yeah, and yeah. it was way easier to do, uh, and it became way more popular. So mm -hmm. Applejack really just kind of uh, shrunk. Yeah. So yeah. really, like whiskey took it over, and you mm -hmm. know during the Wild West, that's what they're that's what they're drinking out there is whiskey, and they're not drinking Applejack. Yeah. And that is a shame because Applejack is a beautiful, beautiful alcohol. Yeah, I mean they, um, you know, they just like you said, moving out west to the more temperate, more easier climates to grow those things, you know. It, I guess it became the, um, you know, it, it was still around throughout, you know, the brief period of prohibition, you know, it, it cut it off for a little while, but people were still making it at home because it was so but easy Even to before do. prohibition, I mean, the, the Applejack has a, has a, definitely has a, a, a longer history uh, in American politics. Yeah, definitely in politics, but it, it, it first starts off with, in 1698, a Scottish distiller named William Laird settled in New Jersey and he 
kind of cornered the market in producing uh, Applejack. Um, it was in, <laughs> in the best part of this. It was in a, a little town called Scroobyville. Oh, Scooby, yeah, Scoobyville. <laughs> Scoobyville, New Jersey. Um, so yeah, they were, they were in full swing by, you know, 1780. But 1760, George Washington actually asked for Laird's uh, during the Revolutionary War. Like, that's what he wanted for his troops. Well, know? that's what, uh, back then, during the Revolutionary War, the 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 soldiers were actually rationed yeah. alcohol rations. Yeah, yeah. It was just like we were talking about with the water. The water wasn't safe to drink, mm-hmm. so they were actually rationed alcohol right. to be able to drink while they were out there. And he right. was worried that they didn't have enough alcohol out in the field mm-hmm. that he had to get a way to get them alcohol. And Applejack, because of how plentiful apples were, it was it, they were he was able to get them something safe to drink and apparently something to party on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it was half pain relief, you know, or pain management, I should say, and and half, uh, you know, good uh, times. Good, yeah, good times. <laughs> I don't, I don't, good times I mean, with the minute man. Yeah, there's not a lot of water left in that in that <laughs> stuff. So who knows what you know, how dehydrated you would be or not um, in the battlefield. And it's funny because during that time, uh, if you went to a pub to get an Applejack, um, there's only a few ways they would serve it, like at a pub. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people would ask for it in different ways, but the two ways that basically was served um, was either with hot water, so it was a warm, a warm drink like a yeah, hot toddy or something yeah, like, like a that. half and half, you know, yeah. um, or or it was put with the hot water and served with. A dollop of mustard in the drink. I do not want to try that. What, what was it? Hold on, no, no, no. no, no it, that had a great name. What, what is the name of it? I don't know. No, no, it had a great name. Oh, geez, I'm, I'm gonna have to look that one up. <laughs> it was Scotchum. A Scotchum. And I don't know if it's because it was a Scottish guy who came over and started producing it, but well, it's, is mustard Scottish? I don't. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. What's well, a? It mustard, sounds really. Gross. That's a mustard episode. Really gross. That's <laughs> really gross. Um. But then, I mean, Laird's alone um, with their Applejack had a long, long history with with very prevalent and prominent people, the likes of Abraham Lincoln in uh, 1830. Um, that was one of his, you know. Oh, he served it in his pub. His he owned a bar or yeah. a pub, and he actually served it in his pub, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and and at the time, a half pint, a half pint. Of Applejack, twelve cents. Not to cut it with it. Oh, I mean, you didn't cut it with anything. It was just yeah. It was like if you were, that, if you were buying a you know a half pint bottle. I wish that's how much it was today. Yeah, yeah. You can't even buy a. But you know, the, the funny thing is, that was uh, a, a, to rent a room in an inn or mm-hmm. pub slash inn was twelve and a half cents. <laughs> it was almost the same price to get trashed off your half bottle of Applejack. And then go sleep it off, you know, with your 24 and a half cent, you know, room. Here's a quarter. I'm going on a day's bender. <laughs> right. <exactly. laughs> um, and then you've got people like, uh, you know, William Henry Harrison. Uh, he was he was dubbed as the uh, the hard cider candidate. Um, oh, oh, that's was another thing about politics is that. They would. They, that was one of the things they would try to make sure that that 
the alcohol flowed freely and they <laughs> yeah. would freely pass it out at yeah. voter, the voters booth to try and uh, buy votes to garner yeah, yeah to garner votes yeah. i mean that's that's one of the things you know is uh that's one of the things that people said probably the reason that he won <laughs> was because it was plastered <laughs> we're like yes he's the greatest guy ever he bought us a bunch of apple jacks <laughs> so like um you know, lyndon johnson uh he actually gave the premiere um alexi hazigen kuzigen i'm um, really glad that you got that name yeah. perfectly correct <laughs> good uh the soviet union uh the premiere of the soviet um, he got an entire case of Applejack. There He's goes been... all of our Soviet listeners, Jim. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> in uh, in the '60s, like when he came to Jersey, um, that was like uh, you know a present. That was the gift. Yeah. Instead of giving it, I mean, you know, other people come here, they give us bonsai, you yeah, know, yeah. tree. We gave him a case of Applejack. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know one of America's sons, you know, is, is Applejack. That's how I think. Not a lot of things are American. Apple pie, not American. French fries, not American. Hamburgers, not American. Applejack, it's American. American. It's about as American Absolutely. as American can get. All right, so I think it's about time that uh, we do a little taste test review. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do two different drinks. We're going to have a single shot of Applejack, and we're going to describe, you know, the flavors, the aroma, the harshness, whatever we find in that single shot, and then we're also going to do a traditional cocktail, right, Chris? Yeah, the the Jack Rose. The Jack Rose. That's now, the one that we're going to make up. Okay, so what's in it? The Jack Rose, from what I can find, the the uh, the original Jack Rose cocktail is made with uh, it's one and a half ounces of Applejack, mm-hmm. a half ounce of grenadine, and then a half ounce of lime juice, and that is it. <laughs> wow! So we're gonna give that a shot, and um, uh, hopefully you don't hear us slur too much. I mean, we're only gonna have one, so I uh, think we'll a be okay. shot in a cocktail. I mean, it's, yeah, you yeah, know, we'll be okay. Uh, we'll yeah, be okay, we'll but. I really want to. I want to be able to describe this to you, uh, especially for everyone that is under under twenty one. Uh, I want you to know and feel <laughs> what this history uh, is like. So we're gonna, yeah. we're going to go and make those real quick. And uh, but through the history, I'm, I'm sorry, through the uh, through the magic of uh, of podcasting, <laughs> you're not going to have to wait very long. Yeah, we're going to figure out how to invent tasto casting or something. Yes, something like smell-o that. casting. Yeah, yeah. All so. right, so uh, uh, we'll be right back. So my act, the Scarred and Dangerous Thrill Show, I'm only one half of. The other half is Dangerous D. He's currently living in California, and he's going to call in from time to time to give you his two cents about all of our topics here on the Curioso. Now, all dangers considered, a moment with Dangerous D. Oh my gentle Jesus. Applejack? Not a big fan. Not a big fan of Applejack at all. But, but I have been known to dance around my house naked to the erotic 1988 album Love Sexy by Prince. 
and sip on a little Jack Frost, but sh don't tell nobody. Ha! So in front of us here, we have two shot glasses mm -hmm. filled with Applejack. Yes, we do. In fact, if you would like to make this a drinking game... No. <laughs> every time I say Applejack... You would be plastered in the first ten minutes. <laughs> All right, so... Um, so what we're going to do, we aren't going to... This is not down the hatch. No, this, no, no. We're actually going to try to describe the... The, the flavors and the smell and, you know, uh, anything we can about this this wonderful little concoction to, uh, so you can kind of understand what it may or may not taste like. And you two uh, can play along at home. Yeah. So the first bottle. I mean, it definitely smells like apples. It, it, it's hinty. Yeah, I mean, I smell it. I definitely smell the... The alcohol, but I smell apples in there. I mean, you, you it doesn't. It, it kind of smells like, like um, the wind. You ever pick apples during the during the fall? Yeah, yeah. And you get like the wind mm -hmm. uh, just blowing off of the apple orchard when you pull up in your car and you. Pull, oh yeah, yeah. You pull yeah. up and get out. You can smell. That's what it smells like to me. Mixed with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it looks like a whiskey. It does. It looks uh, just has that kind of amber color. Mm -hmm. And it smells vaguely of apples and definitely of alcohol. And uh, I say uh, we give a little sip. All right. So, uh, <laughs> it's good though. But you know, what, what were you? What was it? Essence of lockjaw. Essence of lockjaw. You what? It's it's seriously the 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 back. The back part, the one thing, unlike other alcohols that I have, mm -hmm. the the two salivary glands way in the back of your jaw, mm -hmm. man, does it really like oh, it punches shoot those face. out? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like it yeah. really makes like that water like but, way back there. But unlike a a whiskey, you I, there's no sting. There's, that's what I'm saying. It's smooth. Yeah, it's smooth. I really, yeah. really. That's what I like about it. Like you definitely feel. The alcohol hits you, but it's yes. not. It's not. I almost wish that we had it with all the uh, methanol and <laughs> uh, the, the accoutrements in, of in, sediment, impurities, <laughs> and you know what I, I mean. I, we need our eyesight. Yeah, well, that's, we I do. guess so. We need I guess our so. so I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, it, it tastes more like apples than it does smell. Mm hmm And I, I, I know taste is you know primarily smell, and and but it is. I can really, really taste. That sort of you know, appley unctuousness, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, grandma's pie type apple, you know. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you mention that. They they actually used to cook a lot with applejack too yeah, to give yeah. it that flavorings and yeah uh, to spice up meats and things like that. And uh, they would actually cook a lot with it. Mm. It's I, I really enjoy this I, honestly. Like, and it's not just because I personally and, and a lot of people we might lose some fans over this. <laughs> I hate whiskey. Yeah. I just absolutely, you know, and you know this, I yeah, drank yeah. a bottle of whiskey 
at one point and wound up with my head in a bucket and Joe was there to save me. Yeah, I took pictures. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> that is not going to be on the show notes, just to let oh, you know. Come so, on. No, no way. All no right, way. the whiskey episode. No, yeah, maybe the whiskey episode. But um, but this stuff is way, way more smooth. It, it's just like, it, it's it, it's... It doesn't like hit you weird in the back of the throat. It hits yeah. you under your tongue, mm-hmm. where your salivary glands are, and right. I find that I find that so much more soothing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I could see I could see having like one of these with like you were talking about with the hot water. Yeah, yeah. Or or with you know um, maybe the mustard. I don't know about the mustard, <laughs> but you know, like maybe even some like warm ginger ale. But then again, like ginger ale mixes well with anything. You know, but. I would even go as far as. A really, really nice vanilla bean ice cream. Oh, over that would be awesome. Hot apple pie. Yeah, but you reduce this down in a caramel sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be good. That would be awesome. That'd be really, really good. Mm. Mm. Well, now that we're done with good our stuff. shot, we, mm-hmm. we got to put it down so everybody can hear it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, Joe liked that on the levels. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So the next thing we're going to try is a traditional cocktail. Now, this is one and a half ounces of Applejack. Mm-hmm. And do you have the paper? It's a half, half ounce of grenadine. Mm-hmm. And... Then a half ounce of lime or lemon juice. Okay, so what we did, we mixed it. So we have lime and lemon juice. Yeah. Just yeah. to kind of give it, you know. No, yeah, I mean, it's it's neither here nor there. It's preference, but, really. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, the, the name of this cocktail is called the Jack Rose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a couple of funny things about it. That they're not really sure. First off... The, the name Jack Rose, it could be from several different things. They, they, there was an infamous gambler named uh, Ball Jack Rose. Mm. Um, they, you know, but most, mostly it, it probably comes from Applejack and the, the grenadine, which is, uh, you know, has, that, has that red color. So when you mix it with the lime juice and everything, it has a rosy color. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Applejack plus a rosy color, the Jack Rose. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe it was from Ball Jack Rose. Maybe it wasn't. But right, right. Also, um, this specific cocktail is also mentioned in an Ernest Hemingway novel, the, huh. uh, in, uh, the 1926 classic The Sun Also Rises. The, the narrator actually drinks a Jack Rose while he's uh, waiting uh, the arrival of Lady Brett Ashley at, at, the, at, the, uh, at the bar, at the nice. hotel bar. Nice. So, you know, it has some, you know, not, not only does Applejack have some, uh, some history, but specific drinks that are, that are right, made. Right, the name. Made from Applejack. So, uh, cheers. Cheers. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really that's good. Well, Applejack mixes so well. It's because it's already smooth. Yeah, yeah. It already has a smooth uh, flavor that I think it mixes so well. I, I even had it just with Sprite. Yeah. I had yeah. it with Sprite. I threw a cherry in it mm-hmm. uh, at the, the wedding that I went to last week. Mm-hmm. And it was great. That mm-hmm. was, I mean, it was so good. You can't, I mean, but I, I do, I like the traditional cocktail. It's very, very good. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's, it's a bit sweet. Um... Grenadine, of course, it's well. That's it's syrup. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, this is this is surprisingly good. I, mean, I could probably sit here for the entire day sipping these back. You know, oh yeah, with yeah. no problem. Well, there would be problems. There but. would be problems by about four o'clock. You, <laughs> right. yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> but one of the one of the other cocktails that I really would like to try 
is, uh, have you ever heard of a Sazerac? No. A Sazerac is actually a, it's a... Um, it's like Edward Sazerac? Yeah, kind of like that. It's <laughs> a, What it is, it's a, it's a, it's a whiskey drink, and you, I think you, it's kind of like an old-fashioned, where you, you okay. but the, the glass you actually spray with absinthe. And uh, I hate to to bring up um, uh, foreshadowing, but but there is another <laughs> liquor with a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of history behind oh, it. Oh yes, we might have to wind up doing a, oh, a, we'll do a, we'll a, do a podcast on. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so you spray you spray it down with a little bit of that, and then but the thing is, is that the the normal Sazerac you use uh, a, a, a bourbon or a whiskey. Mm-hmm. But instead, you can also substitute Applejack, okay. which I mean, pretty much any drink that you make with with whiskey, you whiskey could do that with. Do but that. I really specifically want to try that one. Okay, I'd like to give that a shot next time we go out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. All right. So as we're drinking these, some other things that uh, popped up in our searches and, and quandaries about about the history of Applejack, um, <laughs> there is uh, a My Little Pony. For all of our brony fans out there, <laughs> there is a My Little Pony named Applejack. That's right. But not only that. See, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to just say this with a straight face unless I was drinking. Uh, so, but uh, I actually have an excerpt from a website here, and we'll make sure that's all up on the show notes. Um, about Applejack. So Applejack the pony. Yeah. Okay. Go so we're, go we're I'm going to tell you, all right. So Applejack is an earth pony and one of the main characters of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. She lives and works at Sweet Apple Acres with her grandmother Granny Smith and her big brother Big Macintosh, her little sister Apple Bloom and her dog Winona. <laughs> wow. She represents the element of honesty. Hmm. Which, after a few Applejacks, you might be pretty honest, too. Truth serum, buddy. (laughs) Applejack is dependable and loyal and always willing to help anybody in need. She works at Sweet Apple Acres mainly as an apple bucker, though the apples are... An apple bucker? I don't know. What'd you call me? (laughs) Though the apples occasionally farm uh, carrots and corn as well, she is a good sisterly figure to, to Apple Bloom and supports her friends well on their adventures. That was chock full of puns. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was great. Wow. So uh, I think we would be amiss if we didn't discuss a little bit about Applejack cereal. Ah, the Applejack Which, cereal. Which, I'll be honest with you, this Jack Rose tastes a little bit like that to me. Yeah, but Applejack cereal doesn't taste like apples. No, it doesn't. No, no. <laughs> as per the commercials, or cinnamon, because that's yeah. So A yeah. is for apple, J is for axe, Jack, axe, jacks. <laughs> Let me try that again. A is for apple, J is for jacks. But uh, okay, so Applejack cereal originally was called Apple O's because of the O circular type in it. That right, was right. came out in 1965. But the, oh, their Applejack, z, sorry. Um, it, it, I thought it was based on tic-tac-toe. Was it? I didn't find it. Go ahead. I, maybe you know more about that. It was either tic-tac-toe because they did start making them in X's. Really? Yeah. There was. Oh, were, maybe that was later on. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, well, because it, they changed the name to, to, to actually from Apple O's to Apple Jacks in 1971. Right. Okay. That's so okay. that might be when they when they did that. Probably some experimentation of yeah. You know, well, now sizes now, and now, it's, now and stuff. I think it's too. 
it's there's actually two characters that are that are for Apple Jacks. It's it's Bad Apple and Cinnamon. He's a he's a he's <laughs> a Rastafarian cinnamon, cinnamon cinnamon stick with with dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah. So and then they, together they make Apple Jacks. Nice. One of the other things that I found was that in Nebraska City, uh, NE, that's Nebraska, so it would be Nebraska City, Nebraska. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, they actually have an Applejack Festival every September, which I think is really funny that in Nebraska, mm-hmm. they're having an Applejack Festival where they actually mention and, and ship in cases of Laird's Applejack. Wow. Yeah, which would, you would think, what is that, the Midwest or actually yeah. the Southwest or whatever it is? It's not near the colonies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's such a strange uh, place to have that. But they have it, and I guess they have a lot of apple orchards out there, and they, they have an Applejack Festival where they have apple cider and things like that. So that would be an awesome place to go. Yeah, I mean, and throughout the country, I know there are apple festivals. You know? mm. Oh, yeah. So I, I would, you know... Definitely think there would be apple cider vendors, well, probably apple, apple brandy jack would vendors. be an amazing thing to put in like mulled cider or something oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, definitely. You know, to use as as a drink around the holidays. I mean, I like it year round. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's definitely probably picks up more during the uh, you know the fall and the winter months where where you know you're you get that kind of feeling where you want apples and, and right, you pick right, apples right. at the orchard and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So where you have that, 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 that good cider that you can get from you know the, the, the farmer's market. Right, right, know? exactly. So I am halfway through this drink and definitely feeling it. And uh, I think we want to uh, finish these up. And uh, I guess we're going to finish up the podcast while we're at it. So, so we are uh, the Curioso Podcast. I'm Christopher Scarborough. And I'm Joe Taylor. And hey, thanks for listening. I'm going to enjoy the rest of this uh, this here drink, buddy. <laughs> the Jack Rose. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next time. For questions, comments, or show ideas, you can get a hold of us at feedback at thecurioso.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thecurioso. And we're also on Twitter at Curioso Podcast. Late at night, go into the bathroom, close the door, turn the light off, look into the mirror, and say, Applejack, Applejack, Applejack. Oh no! I didn't really have anything else yet. (laughs) What does that do? I was gonna say. (laughs) I just thought it might be fun to have like a five second pause and just do it. Right, yeah, you've had too much. You're cut off, buddy.